0: It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay, and welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. McKay, I would like to reference a previous podcast. All
1: right. Sounds good. Let's reference it. With this
0: question. Um. What is the most ridiculous shape in the world? The shape of love. No, it's a circle. A circle is the most ridiculous shape in the world. You know why? Why, Steve? Because it has no point. Oh gosh. Like right. the Earth.
1: Um, on that note, yeah. Because <laughs> Earth is round. Um, so you and I both listened to a po- So first of all, welcome everybody. And uh Um we You didn't like my joke? No, it was a stupid joke. Um <laughs> We So Erica, our producer, has moved to the UK to work from our UK office. And so Steve and I have really, frankly, kind of been slacking with podcasts.
0: It's true. And so
1: we pledge to you, our listeners, that we will do better. Yes. No matter what. We're going to at least do one a week. And um, that's our promise, our pledge, our solemn vow. It's true. Yeah. So you and I both... Cross my heart. Cross his heart. He's crossing his heart. Oh, he just took his heart out of his chest, like... Temple of Doom style. Yeah. All right. So you and I both listen to a podcast called um, Last Podcast. We on talk the about left. it a lot. We do, because it's so good. <laughs> shout out to those guys.
0: And shout out to Carl Panzram. Carl Panzeram.
1: So Last Podcast on the left, highly recommended. You got to be very okay with
0: Can we say Carl is Carl Panzeram our favorite serial killer?
1: Yeah, for sure. Just because he's absolutely evil.
0: Did you listen to the one on BTK?
1: Yeah. They hate him.
0: They hate him so badly. Because
1: <laughs> they think he's doing it for show. Like, the other ones, they're like, yeah, he's mentally ill or he's just like, evil. They're like BTK, they're like, no, it was just literally just for publicity. Like, they, he just was a punk. They,
0: they actually, in that episode, they felt bad for Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, the guy was seriously mentally ill. Yeah, he Dahmer was messed up. couldn't help it. They, <laughs> and then... BTK, they, they hate that dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the one that they published last week, the last two weeks, they do one every Friday. Uh-huh. They did a two-part episode on the Donner Party. Yeah, and we live out west. We do. We do. So the Donner Party passed right through the Salt Lake Valley where we're headquartered. Some people actually believe right sort of where our office is is maybe where they passed through. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because... And, and those are two fantastic episodes. So if you want to jump in to last podcast on the left... Start with these two episodes on the Donner Party. If you're comfortable with a lot of obscenities, yes. um, Lots of just really inappropriate references. Considering a ton of people died and ate each other, yes. And um, just
0: really good history, actually. Yeah, they 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 mention and they give references too. Read this book if you want more information. Do this, but it's uh, looks like sounds like a radio guy. Like I, I feel like the guy that they talk to is is the radio guy. Yeah, you there's a the couple res- like comedians, and there researcher was like a and the radio comedian. DJ. Yeah. It's just a good group. It's three guys, and they do a really good job. But yeah, yeah the Donner
1: Party's wild. Not so for your you... kids. Don't listen to it no, with your kids. No, or with any old ladies. Yeah, yeah. Just because they, yeah, they won't like the swearing. Yeah, it's true. Probably. At least old ladies I know don't. But anyway, so Donner Party. We started this podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With the Donner Party. So everything that went wrong for them, or everything that could have gone wrong, Every bad decision they could have made, made, made,
0: made, made, yeah, they made. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of stuff that they could have done a little better, like not left after <laughs> There's the understatement said, of
1: the year from Steve Ayer. There's a lot of things the Donner well, party some could things have done that a little just,
0: bit better. There's some things that happened to him, right? There's some things that just happened to him. Yeah, there's some things. And then there are other things that they chose poorly. Uh huh. And I feel like the things that happened to them, it's like control what you can control. Control the controllables. Yeah. And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They left late. Uh-huh. They got terrible advice
1: well, they from wi- lots of people. Who hadn't been on the trail. uh uh-uh. And then they got taken advantage of by Jim Bridger. Yeah, that Jim Bridger. Yeah. Who was a hero in the West, but really screwed these guys if up. If you've
0: ever played Oregon Trail, you know, Jim Fort Bridger. Bridger. Fort
1: Bridger is really your lifeline yeah. when you're suffering from scurvy.
0: Uh, mine is, is uh, yeah, Scurvy is a good one. So basically Jim Bridger told yeah.
1: them that they needed to go through the Salt Lake Valley and over the Sierra Nevadas to try to get to California as opposed to going up through Oregon and then down the coast. Like everybody else Like everybody yeah. else did. And they're like, yeah, we'll cut some time off. And it didn't cut any time
0: did off. Did it end up being longer? It was longer. It's a longer trail. Even to, by mileage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not yeah. just time, but mileage. It was longer to go through the yep. Salt Lake Valley and to go around.
1: And so they cl- went up over the mountains to the east of where we are now, and it took them like 8 weeks to get over the mountains. A bunch of right. people
0: died. Which is funny cuz you know the 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 Mormon pioneers came through and no one ever talks about coming through like the Wasatch Mountains is like the big trial. Yeah, good point.
1: Good point, but then they got to the Salt Lake Valley, they didn't stay and they probably should have. Then a bunch of Native Americans stole all their cows and horses and oxen and stuff. Yeah, as they're out on the as salt flats. As they're out flats. on the salt flats, and then they get to the Sierra That's the Nevada it is the one thing they right didn't mention the snow starts to fly.
0: They, the thing they should have mentioned on the on the podcast was that um, the salt desert that everybody's talking about yeah was the salt flats, the same place they do the land speed records. Yes. Because it's so flat, you're never going to run into anything. And
1: there's no water.
0: N- yeah, there's nothing there's not like you're not going to hydroplane. Uh-huh. <laughs> is you're going 400 miles an hour on a bicycle Man,
1: So anyway, it is wild though And then things get to the Sierra Nevadas And snow starts to fly pretty early in the year And things get
0: crazy The the funny thing was
1: Yeah, it's hysterical, Steve
0: The funny thing was It's funny Is every time like it was getting bad It just one guy getting goes, worse Now this is where it gets really bad I'm like, wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just ate somebody. <laughs> it gets worse than this. They just ate their mother. <laughs> right, and it gets worse. It gets worse, and this is where it gets worse. Ugh. It was. It wasn't like you know, in, in story architecture, when they say, "Okay, you you have like the, the the pinnacle of the plot, like where everything comes and then it resolves." Yeah, no, this there's no resolve. Well, it's it inter- just accelerated. What's well, interesting the whole thing. as well, how and
1: anthropologists and other academics study this sort of thing is. What are the? What is the breaking point at which your sort of societal structure breaks down? Right, like, and they Sierra Nevadas, yeah, Sierra Nevadas <laughs> in late October with twenty feet of snow is well, when in October. Yeah, it was like September when it started, right? It and was it, December. Well, th- well, it's, then it got crazy in December. Yeah, yeah, but they got stranded initially in early October, wasn't it, by Truckee yeah. Lake? But anyway, it, it is always interesting to me, like, if, you know, if food stopped running to stores for a month. Well, they say 10 days. Right. Would society just fall apart? Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy to think about. So anyway, on that note, we're glad Let's you're here about on the society. podcast. Let's yeah. talk about some tech Let's so, talk about... So Steve's man crush, and I, he's no longer my crush, Elon Musk, Listen, anymore. Uh, I think st- I've moved off
0: of him. Well, you you mentioned in a previous podcast that... that you, you've jumped off the bandwagon.
1: I have. I just think Elon Musk is starting to be a little crazy.
0: What do you mean starting?
1: Listen. He's always been crazy. He's
0: always been crazy. It's part of what I've liked about him.
1: Sure. He's got a little bit of that bond. Are we sure he's not a bond villain, though? No. Like, are we sure he's actually not trying to take he over the Jeff, world?
0: He and Jeff Bezos and, and I don't know who else we'll throw in there. The guy from Alibaba.
1: Yeah, Jack Ma.
0: Yeah, they are They are all Bond villains. Yeah. So, when Elon you can say, order... hey, you know what I'm going to do? You know this car that I have that is like the first edition? I'm going to send it into space. <laughs> You're a Bond villain. You're officially. a Bond villain.
1: So, he, um, three things that made the news with Elon, right? The first one was his interview with Joe Rogan where he smoked a little bit of the
0: wacky weed, the wacky tobacco
1: on the air yeah. of their podcast. Did you see it? Did you watch it?
0: I did, yeah. It, uh, Listening to it and watching it were two different things. It was like that Kennedy-Nixon debate.
1: Okay. All right. I didn't do both.
0: Well, I, I listened to part of it and I watched part of it. The scary part in watching it were his eyes. <laughs> <Like laughs> you around. analyzing Elon Musk's eyes? Well, you just watch it and I get lost in his eyes normally, but this time they were darting all over the place and it was just, they were crazy eyes.
1: And I think the, the, the sort of moral of the story is that investors generally don't like the CEO of a an extremely well-publicized and public business to smoke tobacco, smoke marijuana on the air of a maybe the third or fourth most popular podcast in the world. So that's yeah. generally a bad thing for the CEO of a company to do. Yeah, in the eyes of Wall Street.
0: Y- well, in the eyes of I don't know, All especially of the people when you're sitting there and you here's the second story. Uh, the second story is the Department of Justice and the SEC are not too happy with Elon. Right. Because when you have a public company, you have certain responsibilities for information and when you're gonna release information, you have to file that with the SEC if it's if it's material. And saying that you're going private is by its very definition material. Right. So
1: he tweets just randomly from his personal Twitter account, like, I think we're gonna go take the company private. Everybody's like, what? Investors who, you know, have invested their actual money into this company are thinking, what is going on? So the valuation dropped. Yeah. The SEC got mad.
0: Well and then he comes in. It's not just that. Then he comes in he says, Yeah, I've got all the funding ready to go. We're gonna buy everybody at this price.
1: So crazy. And
0: then the price increases. Yeah. Right. And the SEC's saying right now, uh Engadget, Vox, all those are saying um, DOJ and SEC is
1: not happy No, you're basically jumping the price up artificially because of what you're saying. Right. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But then the cool part is the third thing we'll talk about, which Mm -hmm. is he is taking a Japanese billionaire Mm -hmm. um, on a spaceship around the moon. They're not going to land on the moon. They're just going to orbit it. I think that
0: would be enough for me.
1: Yeah. So here's what we want to do. We want to start petitioning, that's the word, yeah. SpaceX, to try to take some flat earthers up with them.
0: Yes. You can just put this to bed once and for all? Yeah. Although I will say <clears throat> it's a little unfair to the people who actually like science. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> However, it's like ta-
1: someone who says that steakhouses are terrible, to take like 30 of them to Ruth's Chris and be like, order whatever you want. When I don't go to Ruth's Chris, right? Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, 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 we should start a GoFundMe to send uh, a representative of the Flat Earth Society. Let them determine exactly who they want to send. Right. So we can't say like they were a Flat Earther in disguise. Or they they were a, a, a what what do we call it? Flat Earther. No, no, a non-Flat Earther. Uh, Globularist. Normal, normal person. Globularist. <laughs> They weren't a globularist in disguise.
1: So, because here's what would happen, is would there be some flat earther goes up? He says, yeah, it's definitely round. And then all the flat earthers on Earth would be like, well, he wasn't really a flat earther. So you let them pick. Who's them? Is I don't think there's like an organized voting block, right? They have like a Facebook group, but there's no like, uh, I don't think they have a regular conference with voting.
0: There is a, re- there is a conference.
1: Oh, dear. There is a conference. You should go and podcast from the conference, Steve. <sighs> I'm actually not really joking.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, there's the. Flat- I don't think
1: the company would pay for that.
0: Unfortunately, there is the Flatterist Society, and uh, there's actually a band called the Flatter Society. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we um, we send them, we send them, and then it, it would just put it to bed. Yes. Elon, how much do you need?
1: Put it to bed. Much like the Donner Party put their children to bed before they all died. It's
0: the children that were
1: eating them. Oh, it's so crazy. Um, So one kind of cool announcement, though. So we are are hosting a virtual event that is two days long, Mm -hmm. October 2nd and 3rd. It's called the IT Leadership Summit. So just go to itleadershipsummit.com. And essentially what it is is it has the content of like a live event but it is a two-day virtual event. So we have, I think, a total of 18 speakers or something like that, and they are going to be presenting on all sorts of IT-related subjects. So um, State of the Union for ITSM, for ITAM, for security, how to avoid security threats. We're going to have keynotes with Forrester analysts. We're going to have keynotes with customers like Oxford and Cambridge and Swinburne University in Australia. And? And. And.
0: We are going to have...
1: Oh, yeah. This is the best part.
0: Back-to-back.
1: Back-to-back.
0: CISO of the year. Phil Richards. Phil Richards.
1: So you register for this thing, and then you have that content live and on demand after the event happens. So whether you're in the U.S. or in Europe or in Asia-Pac, whatever it is, you can get the content, watch it. It's going to be great. But then here's the cool part for Steve and I. That we yeah. actually
0: volunteered for, and now we're both really nervous about. <laughs> <laughs> like now we're both like, oh, I am so like every time I go to 7-Eleven, I am buying like three energy drinks just to <laughs> stockpile. Stock
1: <laughs> so, so we are um, going to have two full days of the podcast live during the virtual event.
0: Uh, the plan is to have a camera going. Yep. To live stream. I'm gonna have to clean up my office. So if you go to the IT
1: Leadership Summit webpage, itleadershipsummit.com. You will be able to see the events, the the speeches, the presentations, and then also in another window, see Steve and I...
0: um, Fill up 12 hours.
1: Fill up six hours a day of content. So it's going to be kind of like a live commentary on the virtual event itself. Yeah. And uh, I think it'll be be fun, if nothing else. Preparations
0: are already underway. We've already started to modify my office a little bit to make... You might hear... The sound a little bit Yeah, different. we're
1: starting to make the office a little more conducive to, like, an all-day podcast. Yeah. We're going to do video. Um, I will be shirtless.
0: Yeah, we're getting air fresheners.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. So it's going to be a good time, good experience for all of us, I'm sure. So, again, it was one of those things that we sort of volunteered for, and then we're like, wait, what did we just volunteer for?
0: I'm confused by this. We're going to what?
1: I think we have a meeting on it today, don't we? Uh,
0: we'll I hope so. Discuss how we do this. I hope so. So, hope so. uh also, want to bring everybody up to speed on my the one wheel, uh, the one wheel
1: updates. Because I'm sure everybody was really just waiting on the edge of their seat.
0: I'm at mile eighty three. They're not waiting on the I've, edge of their seat. I'm going to a shoulder doctor to see if my shoulder needs to be surgically repaired. Did you fall off? Yeah, I was riding. Uh, it was a thirteen mile ride, testing the range. <laughs> oh my gosh! Mile thirteen in the in rigby, Idaho.
1: Oh yes. The wonderful Uh, people of Rigby, shout out to you. Yes. Better than the fools in Oklahoma.
0: Or sure, uh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't like those fools. So how did you fall off? It dumped me. It broke up and it dumped me. No, it just, it it does something called a nosedive, and I was pushing it too hard with too little battery power, and it just, it'll dump you, and it... dumped dumped me and i fell off about 17 miles an hour and hit my shoulder holy cow in fact this is gonna make for great radio
1: oh steve's taking his headphones off he's walking over to his shelf and his helmet has a gigantic um scuff mark on it. it is like that could have been your head
0: yeah that's what hit (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's why you wear a helmet i guess right yeah exactly that's why you wear a helmet wow so still you should r- just wear this around the office here's here be a fun social experiment just wear this helmet around the office walking don't say anything about it no reference it
0: because it's a different helmet too it has a visor yeah and
1: see how long it takes for somebody to say to you hey steve why why are you wearing a helmet
0: uh, our office 15 seconds
1: Yeah, it wouldn't take long here. Your team would just start making fun of you
0: immediately. It's true, and then I'd fire them all. (laughs) No, it's not true. So
1: a couple of IT-related subjects that are, I think, really sort of interesting. Come in a little bit closer. Oh, come in a little bit closer. So one in the marketing tech world, but it impacts IT departments. Yes, this is interesting. So Adobe reports are is going to buy Marketo. Uh, Marketo's the, I think, second or third largest email marketing platform in the world. What's bigger?
0: Is anybody bigger?
1: Um, Eloqua's bigger. Um, I think probably the Salesforce cloud is now bigger.
0: HubSpot's probably like... Yeah, HubSpot's not quite as large. Right. But
1: um, yeah, so Adobe, you rumor, is going to buy Marketo, add them to their marketing suite of products um, to try to double down on that space. So that's really interesting. It's funny
0: that Adobe has gone from the company everybody knows that (laughs) that does Photoshop.
1: Right. To now like... They're, the majority of their revenue, I don't know the majority, but a large portion of their revenue is now coming from their marketing data and their marketing um, oh, analysis. They as bought well Omniture as actual, and
0: they bought... Yeah, yeah, they
1: bought a lot of companies. So um, that's interesting. And then the other thing that's also fascinating that we're seeing at um, our business is we're seeing a ton uh, in terms of growth. Our fastest growing segment right now in our business is ITSM. Mm-hmm. Um Are you guys seeing the same thing on your team, Steve? And why do you think that is? Do you think more people are interested in it? Do you think people are starting to see us as a player in that space? Or do you think it's some indication of the market? Like, what do you think that is? I'd
0: like to say that it's because we're a player. I like to be a player.
1: Don't hate the player. Don't
0: hate the player, hate the game. That's right. Um, I think I attribute it to Kevin J. Smith.
1: I'd say totally to Kevin J. Smith. Whatever we're paying Kevin J. Smith the author of world-class IT service management and the IT imperative,
0: mm-hmm. we should double it. We should, and Just, buy twice as many books.
1: Yeah, by, instead of having him, him, him having sold four books, he should have sold eight by now.
0: <coughs> um, he's sending me a copy, so thank you, Kevin. Um, I don't, I think that people are starting to say, okay, we need to simplify things. We need to have this, have an organized. Let's go through a gen, like an actual... System, We can't just send emails. Even even our own IT guys here, I used to go up to them like, hey, listen, can you guys just fix this? And um, they're almost embarrassed to ask me to do it, but they're like, could you just submit a ticket? And I get it. It keeps track of everything. It, it makes sure that things are done orderly. It helps you control spend. I mean, there's so many reasons why you do it, and I think that companies are starting to, to see that, and especially... At least our company, we started to branch into the the uh, service essentials Yeah, to go down market a little bit. Yep. So that companies that weren't able to get that before are now able to...
1: So companies that... Because traditionally, right, we've sold to companies over 2,000 employees that have right. IT service management. But what we're seeing now, we've developed kind of a, I don't want to say small business, but medium-sized business product. Yeah. So if you've got 500 employees... Well, if, if
0: you've got 10 employees, yeah, you just send an email.
1: Yeah, send an email to your IT guy. You don't have
0: the, 50 the employees. You don't have the sheer number of problems. Right.
1: But if you've got 500 employees, you probably need the bare-bones tool we've got. And thats we're not seeing a ton of growth necessarily there, but just in the whole vertical. Like people are buying ITSM right now, and... It's um, well, I think you see, crazy to see the growth.
0: You see companies that are going and looking at the, the basic, like, okay, we just need it to do just X, Y, and Z. And then they start looking at it like, wait, they have no idea what an ITSM platform can do. And so they start looking at the other
1: the other use cases. Use cases, yep. exactly. Because instead of just IT, right, we have people using it in the HR world. We actually have some marketing programs, teams using it. So there's a ton of application there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, we've not talked about that, but I, we've seen it.
0: I you submitted know, a ticket with our HR group about you.
1: I'm sure you do. He's it's hostile. Daily. Hostile work environment, shirtless. Yeah. All he wants to talk about is the Donner Party and serial killers. And Carl room.
0: Carl Bandra.
1: So anyway, it's an interesting time. So virtual summit, register for that. IT leadershipsummit.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you'll be able to watch the presentations and see our podcast live.
0: And we're going to be interacting with people. We will.
1: It's going to so, be fun. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So you can send us your tweets. Yep. You can send us your emails. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Send Dude. us whatever you want.
0: What was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> send, send us whatever you want.
0: You send us gifts food gifs we're going lock the door and we're gonna need food
1: yeah we're not leaving this room we're gonna have a bucket in the corner to use the bathroom and no we're not doing that so anyway on that note we started this is appropriate we started the podcast with the donner party and we ended with a joke about whoa whoa whoa, time out corner
0: we're not ending oh there's some more news
1: oh what's the news i wasn't aware of this news
0: oh you're aware of this news (laughs) what is it apple Apple made a huge announcement this week. Huge. Well, not a huge announcement. It's more like an underwhelming huge announcement.
1: Here's the thing with Apple, though. Can they do anything to shock us anymore? Because they're, I was they're the biggest that, company same thing. in the history of the world. Anytime they do anything, people go, like, well, it wasn't that awesome.
0: Well, here, here's the thing. So they essentially roll out some new phones. And the iPhone XS uh, has an OLED screen. And then, so they roll that out, and everybody's like, whoa, OLED, this is great. It's the best OLED screen in a phone ever. In a phone ever. And then, like, but also, we have this lower price point phone, the XR, that has what would essentially be a step back in technology, LED or LCD. And it's the greatest LCD. It's like, this is the greatest Yugo of all time. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and they want to make that a big announcement. Um, so I have my order in for my new phone. So, you're a gadget man. I am a gadget man. Plus, the way I've bought my phone is I get a new phone every year. So I just let's get the new. If I if I've got a system set up so I can get a new phone every year, why not just get it? I don't disagree with you. So and then the new Apple Watch. I'm kind of excited for the new Apple Watch. What's different about it? Um, it's waterproof up to two meters. Okay. Um, better screen. Uh, they've changed the antenna And then this is where it really gets interesting So you know it always checks your heart rate Right and so you can see throughout the day How your heart rate went It'll actually do an EKG Okay So you know you go to the doctor And they put on all those probes Yeah, and yeah, yeah. T- This watch you can do it anytime and And check your heart And keep a record of That's your That's actually kind of
1: cool yeah. I would like a phone that does a CAT scan daily you Yes. To check for tumors Yes um, does constant blood testing also to check for like white blood cell count to see if you have an infection or cancer. So, yep. Apple, get on this stuff.
0: Um, Checks your DNA. The other thing that will do is it uh, is able to, t- uh, has faster accelerometers. And so, with these new accelerometers, it's able to tell if you have fallen and what type of fall and it will alert you say hey we sense a fall and if you don't respond for a minute it will call 911 for you that's cool
1: i was going to say it seems kind of useless unless you're old because or on a one wheel or on a one freaking item. because if you've fallen it certainly probably doesn't need to tell you that you've fallen you're aware that you have fallen
0: that's just it though i think that the the, the use case for the apple watch given what they added is not you and me it's unless old you're on a wheel. it's
1: old people yeah it's getting... They're trying to get that life alert market?
0: They're try, I think what they're trying to do is get the pre-life alert market, the baby boomers who are getting older, who are going to start worrying about falling, right? And they are tech savvy. It, it, you're not going to get someone right now who's 80 to be like, yeah, I want to put on an Apple Watch. But you're going to get someone who's 60. Yeah. Just I don't it. think
1: people who are 60 are necessarily worried about falling in the short not term. Not yet. But they want that Apple watch. They want that They I want watch. the Apple Watch. Yeah.
0: And... They're going to start hearing stories about their friends dying. And how this Apple Watch, it's going to take one story of the Apple Watch saving someone from a heart attack with the EKG to blow up and everybody's going to go and get them. Yeah.
1: I love it. I think it's cool. Suck
0: on that, Samsung.
1: Have you seen Samsung's new commercial, ripping on Apple? Another one? Yeah, there's another one. It's actually pretty funny. It's just a guy in an Apple store, and he, people come up and ask him all these questions, and he's like, um, it's funny. You will find it out. I'll on watch it. And post it.
0: I think if I were Apple, I would have one commercial with one shot. I'd show a Samsung phone, and then have it blow up. And that's it. And bring
1: down an airplane?
0: No, i just have... i show two phones out there. i us show an iPhone and a Samsung phone, and... Someone's trying to choose which phone do they pick and the Samsung's phone blows up. He's like, All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use I'll the Apple the iPhone. <laughs> phone.
1: Or just have a uh, have a commercial that shows Apple's stock price compared to Samsung's stock price.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, all right. On that note, I think that is it. I think that is it. All right. Well, listen to the last podcast on the left.
0: It's so good. It's very good. We love that show. We should you know our next campaign. so we've had our big campaign last year. What's the first year? Uh, Big giant was you get big giant circles on the podcast? We did it.
1: Yeah, we did. We got him.
0: We were successful. Yep. I think the next next project, our next goal should be to get the guys from last podcast on the left on the podcast. Oh wow! All right. I think we can do it.
1: I don't think we can, but I love the I love the N- optimism.
0: You didn't think we could get big giant circles on the podcast?
1: That's true. I am generally pessimistic about life. Yeah, it's I true. I just think things are not going to work until they actually work. True it's or false, you were go goth
0: in high school. False. You were true. You were goth.
1: No, the most rebellious thing I did in high school was, was two things. I bought a leather jacket once. Ooh. And my dad was like, what is going on with this kid? And then I tipped my hair and wore a puka shell necklace. Ooh. Yeah. If you remember
0: that phase.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Unfortunately, I do remember that yeah. phase.
1: Yeah. I would love to like, find my puka shell necklace. I think my dad thought he had failed as a father when I tipped my hair.
0: It wasn't that you tipped your hair that he knew that he failed as a father.
1: It was long before that. It was long before that. <laughs> and after. Shortly after birth. <laughs> yeah, about two <laughs> weeks in. He's like, wow, <laughs> this kid's a loser.
0: All right. Well, thank you for, for joining us on the podcast, it's a little bit of a rant cast, um, getting ready for some of the big stuff. If you, if you want to be a guest, reach out to us. Um, please rate, review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play And Stitcher and all the other places. Join us at the virtual summit. would give you an offer code, but there's no offer code. It's free. Free. Free, 99. Um, But uh, you can reach out to us on the Facebook group and on the Twitter. Uh, And you can find McKay on Twitter at McKay S. Allen. And I'm at Steve Error. Um, McKay really likes to meet with people on LinkedIn more. I do. So reach out to McKay on LinkedIn. And you can reach out to me, Steve Error, on, uh, on LinkedIn as well. And again, we already mentioned Big Giant Circles, but thank you for our music. And are we missing anything, McKay? No, I think that's it. This is the first time I've done it without notes.
1: Yeah, you've done a good job.
0: Thank you. And with that, we're out.
1: Change IT Podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.